Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Karabin. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives podcast. I'm Ginger Hendry. And I am Jerry Karabin. And we have a guest wife we are very excited to be speaking with today. We did speak with her last year on a topic. We have Genevieve Hackett with us. Hi, Jen. Hi. And <laughs> Genevieve is a psychic medium. She does card readings. I think we did the Crime Solver, right? The, the, um, the podcast on crime solving, psychic crime solving, yeah. which was a great podcast. Um, but Jen and um, Jerry and I was sort of kicking around um, a, like a sort of a, a topic of newly emerging um, psychics, <laughs> those people that right, are listening for lack to a word. It was funny because before we were doing this, we were talking about we knew what we wanted to talk about, but we didn't really know what to call it. Right. And so we're kind of like, let's just start talking and it ends up being what it's supposed to be. But we needed a title. So newly emerging <laughs> psychics it's kind well, of we have a lot of listeners it's about right we have a lot of listeners that um have given us feedback that are sort of at the beginning of a journey or the beginning of their journey they know um that there's something bigger than them they know that there is divinity they know that um they have some ability but they don't know how to harness it they don't know how to open it up um and i think that they like that that we've done a whole lot of topics so we sort of wanted to just kick around where do you go? How do you start? Um, Jen does a lot of teaching. Students have been teaching for many years. Um, Jerry and I have taught specifically, we have taught animal communication, but we really wanted this to be more open. I don't want to say generic, but kind of generic. Like, how do you start? Where do you go? So let's, let's start from there. So I guess I'm going to jump in because I do think that there's a lot of people that are, they look at us as we're up here and they're down here, which is yeah. not, and that's not me saying that we're any better than anybody else. That's just that we've had more experience with it and practice, practice, practice. Any teacher is going to say that over and over and over. What do I do to get better? Practice, you know, right. over and over and over. So maybe this is, this is that like a, like a, don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, right. don't feel that, oh my God, I'll never be able to do that or, or kind of. Does that make sense? Jen, so you she- jump in with your teaching. Because you do to a lot point, more. Yeah, to your point, Jerry, what I always say to people is there isn't anybody that's better than anybody else. There isn't anybody that's more elevated than anybody else. But I do understand how you feel. It's very intimidating to be oh, yeah. around somebody that knows what they're talking about when you feel like you don't. So feel the way that you're feeling, allow it to happen, understand why it's happening, and that's going to help you to move forward because you cannot help other people until you help yourself because you can't know other people until you know yourself. And so working through those feelings is huge in order to, uh, you know, develop uh, air quotes there, whatever it is that your, that your gifts are, you know, it's, it's like, is there something bigger than us or is there just us? That's like the chicken or the egg question. Right. Right. And that's what I always say, what you're doing. It's not that you never had these gifts before. It's that your awareness of your gifts are growing. Your awareness of the collective consciousness is becoming stronger. So now the force is with you, right? Right. I'm aware of that. So it's time to start your Jedi training, I guess. And so what I always tell me because Jen is wearing a Star Wars t-shirt, just listening, Jen is wearing a child. It's the, it's, I'm in love with um, Grogu, who's the baby Yoda on the Mandalorian. So I just want one. You know what? I love what you said too. And I'm going to say this at the, at the very beginning, because um, that ask, I wrote down when you were saying that ask questions, because I remember when sometimes when you're in the middle of the, my face looks really red on this one side. I don't know why. (laughs) When you're right down, when you um, start talking about this and you start stepping into this work, you can be very intimidated by those other people. And I know me as my person, when I'm really intimidated, my go-to is to be quiet and just observe and not ask Mm -hmm. questions because Mm -hmm. I would always feel like if I'm asking questions, I look stupid. 
Mm. I mean, and that's, that's, if I'm asking questions that may be showing my ignorance and that's like, you know, old baggage coming up for me. So Mm -hmm. now I'm like to the point where it's like, if you give me an opportunity, I'm going to like suck you dry with questions. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And so that's the thing. We were all where everybody was Mm -hmm. and we love when people ask us questions. Right. Yeah. I mean, I Absolutely. do. Absolutely. So, and I always remind people, you know, everyone starts at the beginning. Right. Exactly. Of exactly. their beginning. Of right. Their beginning. Yeah. Right. right. Nobody starts out as John Holland or right. Exactly. You know, Teresa Caputo or who, whoever it is yes. that you're, you're looking at or comparing yourself with. So when someone says to me, what I believe that everyone that comes to us for readings or for what have you has has a, an awareness of their their abilities what what they choose to do with it is their personal journey and so sometimes people walk away and they're like well she said that about me too she said that about me too and then they, they're like oh is she trying to sell classes so what, what i always recommend in the beginning for for people who are, are just showing interest or wondering about themselves is to is to read books honestly yes read books read read about uh, read other mediums, um, stories, their autobiographies or whatever, you know, read about what other people's experiences are, whatever your interest is. Um, maybe go on YouTube and look up some free videos on YouTube to see how other people operate and what they do and how they handle the word no and things like that. Because what I would hate to see is somebody invest a lot of money into a class and then go, oh, that's not for me. Right. Yes. You know I what I mean? I'm just going to say that same thing about um, you have to feel your way through it. We did. We talked yesterday. So hopefully the, these are going to be posted in order. But anyway, um, uh, Ginger said something yesterday and I used it about 18 times. She said, what lights you up? What yeah. lights you up when we were recording yeah. another podcast? And mm-hmm. it's sort of like the same thing, a mm-hmm. teacher or a book or a class or a program or whatever has to light you up. Don't go into it like, well, I want to be like her. Right. So I'm going to take whatever classes she took. No, right. it has to resonate with you. Mm-hmm. And the, the person has to, to resonate with you um, before you, you, you do that. You don't, don't right. get caught in the shoulds. Right. I should do this right. one because she's the most popular. I should do this one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. She's the most expensive or something like that. And truth be told, mm-hmm. just like you said, books, 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 you don't need to dive in and take a class. Right. Right. You know? And if you do decide to take a class, take a, take one class, don't sign up for everything, right. you know, yes. and, and the, I mean, you do what you feel, what feels right to you, but if you're li- truly listening to your heart song, you'll know that, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not vibing with this teacher she's a nice person or he's a nice person, but I'm just not getting what I need from them. And you want to learn to honor that. You, you, I feel, I, I can't even tell you how many times I have sat with somebody and they were told that they were doing it wrong and nothing like boils my blood like that does because our gifts are as unique as our DNA. So you're not doing it wrong. What you're doing when you go to a teacher is you're learning their recipe and then you take their recipe and you make it your own. Yes. Oh my it God. Is, it is, is not, you're not doing it wrong. It's not going to work for you the same way it works for me. Exactly. I'm going to show you how it works for me and maybe you can learn something from it. Right. It's so funny. We're all on the same wavelength because when you were saying that I wrote it, I was writing it down, like right writing it down, like what I was going to say is no one knows at all. So if a teacher comes to you and is like, this is the right way to do it. To me, that's warning, warning, warning. Who knows what's the right way to do it? There's no, right. I mean, I'm guessing God does, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, or right. I, even that I, I, you know, it's your way to do it. Mm-hmm. And Ginger, you can probably agree with me on this. Like we've gone to a lot of the same classes together. We've done, done certification programs together. I don't do things the same way that I was taught them several mm-hmm. years ago. I don't because some things resonate with me and some things don't resonate with me. So right. I, it morphs into your own thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And what happens I think is um, those that people that are on this path typically are older people. I mean, you, Jen, you may be teaching younger people typically for us when we've done animal communication, people are older. Mm-hmm. And so you're not used to not knowing what you're doing. You're always used to knowing you I've been doing this, whatever it is, this is for mm-hmm. a long time. So it's re- really uncomfortable anyway. And then you get in and you want to do the right thing. And mm-hmm. so for me, when I was studying animal communication, I was following the steps I was given. 
And I got stuck at a certain point and I was doing a reading with the person who was, who was teaching the class. Yeah. And I said, this is, it's following me up. I, 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 I can't do that. And she said, don't do it. And yeah. I thought, it didn't occur to me not to do it. Exactly. Doing what she told me yeah. to do. And so I took all of her stuff off and it just, I just did it. Do you know I mean? I, it, and it was in co- making a connection with an animal. And so that was a big lesson for me for in exactly what you're talking about. I just had to find my way, which had nothing to do with how she was doing it. Uh, I teach this about, about, you know, I remember I was doing a meditation with a shaman, right? And so because it was a shaman, I was, you know, like, I, I was like sitting with Gandhi for me, right? <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, okay, we're going to walk down a path. So I'm walking down the path and I see a door and I open it and I go through, he goes, see that door in front of you? And I was like, oh, oh nothing. So I went back to the other side of the door and he was like, okay, now put your hand on the doorknob. I'm like, okay. So I did it and I open it. He's like, just feel the doorknob. I'm like, what the crap? Can we just go through <laughs> the door? You know? And so I was taking it so literally because I wanted to follow what he was saying that I was missing the entire point of the journey. Right. Yeah. So now whenever I'm doing that with people, I tell them, you know, if you take off, if you go somewhere else, then just let it happen. Don't yeah. feel like you have to like wait for the doorknob to open or whatever the journey is, you know? Right. So, and that's a big thing because a lot of times I seem to attract people who are very binary, but open. And so I have to have this conversation a lot so that they understand that it doesn't, you don't have to follow it step by step by step. Your mind is going to get in the way of your soul. Yes. Yeah. Allow your soul to do what it needs to do in order for you to be healthier. You know, it reminded me because I am a um, shamanic practitioner and I studied with the four wind society and it was like a, I guess I did it in like three years or whatever, but it's like seven classes and they were like mm-hmm. the week-long classes up at Omega or out in California and Joshua Tree and and it's really funny because you didn't take them all at once you took a class in the fall for a week and then you percolated on that and you did work and then you took another class in the spring and percolated another class so you kind of did it that way and it was really funny because I remember that when I was you know in that first class I would be there with my okay number one do this number two do this number three you know what I mean I was like like my whole like it was like my notebook was like, you know, like full, 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 like I had to do it exactly that way. But as classes went on, you would lighten up a little bit and you would be like, oh, well, because it's like, I I sit there and I, I worry about like, I could have gotten so much more from like that first week of classes if I wasn't so step one, step two, step three, but I wouldn't have, because when I look back on that whole program, they knew that that's where we were in that first class. They knew that that's where we were. And at the end, and you kind of go through these same classes with a bunch of the same people. Right. I mean, because you're there, you kind of get in at the same time. So, and by the end of it, it was like this completely different group of people that were like, Ooh, let's try this. And Ooh, let's try this. And (laughs) how did you get to that point? And you were so into each other and so into learning from each other there wasn't that feeling like i said at the very beginning of like oh i'm not going to say anything because i'm going to look stupid or whatever you were watching people give a reading or do a, a session an illumination on a, on a client or something and you were you were writing down questions for them after like what was right. it like when you did do you know what i mean so it became yeah. really great you know back and forth with fellow students and stuff when you let go of that I have to do it step one step two step three well I think you use the same word multiple times Jen that we have talked about on the podcast and when we're teaching also and that's allow because if you don't allow and you're trying it's like you're pushing the energy or your ability to to, for that connection but when you allow it, it it's able to come in it's able to come to you I think allow is a huge word when we're doing this work. And Ginger, you and I have talked about that before, like people in classes, they'd be like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And we're like, stop. (laughs) Yeah, stop doing that. You know, trying so hard. And and, and so the problem is that they overthink it because they have, they have an idea in their head and we we all do it when we learn something new, we all want to be, you know, that person. But the thing is, 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 it's going to happen the way that it's supposed to. And to your point, Jerry, I love that um, 
the way that they did your classes, I developed, I, well, well, I was given, I will say, a, a psychic development certification program. And it's four levels. And the reason for it to be four levels is because it, it helps to build that spiritual community because part of emerging is building your what you view as your spiritual tribe. Yes. But hopefully at the end of that, there will be a community. Most of them still interact every single class that I've taught. And most of them still help each other with whatever it yeah. is they have going on in their life. But you need that tribe. You need like-minded people to be around you, especially yeah. if you're coming from a world where this isn't accepted or this isn't a yeah. part of it. And at the end of it, you will not have this idea of here's my psychic stuff. Here's my home life here are my friends and here's my work. At the end of it, you will understand ideally that it's all the same thing. Right. Yes. You know, that it's being spiritual and being and and utilizing your gifts or, or whatever it is, is, is a, it's the way you live. It's, it's yes. The, it's yeah. You are. It's so you when you start to see everybody and you start to see everything on a spiritual level, doesn't mean you visually see everybody glowing. It means that you're aware of the energy, that you're aware that this person is having an experience just like you are. And so it helps you to maybe not react as much yes. and to and to maybe understand like okay so this person is right now being a butthead so w w what does this mean for me and if you are having those emotions you learn how to take that core breath and and not react from it hopefully i mean we're still human we're, we're gonna do what we're gonna do but hopefully you learn how to how to uh, process what you're feeling so that it doesn't turn into an emotion and then explode you know, I love it that you said that because I think that's kind of one of the um, goals for me, sort of, or or whatever, is that, you know, so you mentioned tribe and you do create a tribe. I know Ginger and I text each other all the time saying, yeah. that's the weirdest animal reading. What are your I thoughts on it? Or this happened or something like this, or, you know, mm -hmm. I'll text her and say, I, 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 can you just help me out and use your pendulum? And because I'm too close to the situation or something yeah. like that. So it's really important you develop that tribe, but like you said, you develop that tribe and it's not like, okay, this is my tribe and I'm only going to hang with this tribe and I don't care about anything else. Right. right. What this tribe does is you find, to me, you find other people that are like yourself, like-minded, you mm -hmm. learn from them, but it's not like I'm, I'm for the people that are not watching us on YouTube, I'm holding my hands in this little ball kind of thing. Um, it's not like, okay, this is it. And I'm only going to hang with this tribe by being with this tribe. It feels to me like, and Ginger, you said this before you expand, you expand, you expand mm -hmm. and you become that person that you're talking about, Jen, that like right. can, can look at a situation maybe from a different perspective mm -hmm. can, um, think about your tribe and think about how would this be handled from a spiritual point of view. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm not being really, really clear, but I think you all know what I mean. It's that stepping into this, not work, but mm -hmm. stepping into this spiritual person so that it's, it's your whole life. Stepping and, into and of your course, offense. it doesn't mean that we're the Dalai Lama every day and we're like, don't say <laughs> or, any day. And we're not <laughs> or any day or any day, right? Get your husband <laughs> or, you know, whatever. That's not what I mean. But, but, but you, you're able to, um, be bigger picture. Does it, do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know if yeah. I'm not, I, you myself. know, I, I I think if I could, I think it's about stepping into your authenticity. It's about really? living who living your life the way that you choose to. I am a very spiritual person, but I'll tell you what, when my four-year-old granddaughter <laughs> is having a meltdown, I am not thinking center your chi. I am thinking, cool yourself, Jen. Like, are you fluffing out or kidding me? I just want to kill her. But yeah. I, I don't, you know. I don't show that to her. Right. I'm still human, you know, and I'll call yeah. my husband and be like, you have to deal with her right now, <laughs> you know, and walk away and try to calm down. And then she's all mama with hugs. So it's like, you're still going to be that. Nobody is floating on a cloud like Gandhi somewhere with nothing going on upstairs except for their, yeah. you know, whatever. So it's, and it's understanding that it's understanding who you are and what feels right for you and, and what doesn't feel right and how to honor that. 
You know what? And it's funny that you said that if you run into a teacher or a guru or whatever you want to call it, that is like, I am totally enlightened and I've got it all together. Run like the wind. Because they're lying. Do you know what I mean? No one does. No one does. We all have our good days and our bad days, but you know, no one can. I always say, you know, when people are like, I just want to finish all this work. Like the, the the personal work that you do when you're doing, because that's the other thing. When you're doing, when you step into this kind of energetic work or this intuitive work or psychic work or mediumship or whatever you talk about, you have to do your own stuff because stuff comes up. So you have to do your own personal work. I talk to everybody that I teach and I say, find your person, whether it's a Reiki master or a regular shaman or da, 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 you got to do your, your own work here. But, but if you run into somebody that's like, oh, I've done all my own work. I'm like, mm. run away. Like I just, I'm perfectly whatever, you know, to me, I always say, if you're perfect, you're dead because there's right. no such thing as perfect on this earthly plane that we're in. Do you know I, what I mean? I don't, I agree with you. I don't believe anybody has mm-hmm. finished their work. I think that, you know, just when I think I'm finished dealing with something, it comes up again and I go, are you kidding me? Why am yeah. I thinking about this? And right. it doesn't negate any of the work that I've already done. It just means that there's more to do. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think that it's, you want to be really careful of people that apply labels to themselves mm-hmm. or act like they're the only ones. Like I will say, Jerry, you had some amazing shamanic teachers because a true shaman doesn't call themselves a shaman. Right. Their community decides that they're a shaman and their community provides for them and they don't charge for their services. A shamanic practitioner is someone who has learned a lot of what they do, but not everything. And and they're able to use that to help you. So I think that there's a lot of confusion around that out in the world. And, And so the biggest thing to do is to educate yourself, educate yourself the best you can. And you do that by honoring how you feel. I, I, when someone comes to my class, whatever class I'm teaching, and, and they say, well, so-and-so taught me this way, I, a big sign of, of a teacher that's not awesome is one who badmouths another. Oh, God, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so my thing is, okay, so that's, that's how they do it, and that's beautiful. I'm just going to show you how I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And a good teacher wants you to surpass them. Nobody wants you to stay with them forever. Yeah. Right. And so that four level program I told you about, they're all like, when is five coming up? When is five coming up? And that's why one of the last classes we do is about cults and cult mentality, because you, you don't want to get stuck with that either. You can't continue to grow if you stay where it's safe. Well, they, yeah. And that's what I talk about. You don't want to be in that ball of like, okay, here's my tribe and I can only function with my tribe and everybody outside of my tribe sucks. Right. You know I mean, that that's not what it is. The tribe should be moving and changing and expanding and learning and some people in and some people out. And and you you should be bringing um, parts and pieces that you learn from that tribe out into the world. Again, like you said, to become more authentic and to continue to grow. I just did a blog and it was something about this. It was just if you're moving forward, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. You know what I mean? As long as you're moving forward and learning and doing the work. And I love what you said before about, you're like, Ooh, good. I've finished the work and I'm all good. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden something else comes up. I look like, like I'm like always totally jazzed. If I had two good weeks, you know what I mean? Like two good weeks where you're like, you know, and then all of a sudden that one thing rears its ugly head again. And you're like, okay, back to work. Right. For those people that are listening, I think one of the, the, the newly emerging people in that psychic development class I was telling you about, and the reason I bring it up is I'm not teaching it right now because it, it, it's not something I can do over Zoom and feel um, that people get the same connection. Zoom has been wonderful for keeping us connected, but it's just not the same thing. It can't be used for everything. It just- right. So I'm not trying to sell classes here, but I will say one of the things is to understand that... Um, everything that you're looking for, you already have. Mm. None of it is external. It all comes from your own energy and your own personal walk. And what tribe means isn't like the sisterhood of the traveling pants where you have this connection and you're together forever or what have you. And the reason I say that is because a couple of years ago, my husband got really, really, really sick. And, And by any medical definition, he shouldn't be here, but he is. 
And we, it was very hard and it was a very long thing. And it was a, a huge financial blow, of course, among other things. And the, one of the classes I was teaching at the time wanted to put together a psychic fair to raise money. And I thought, oh, that was great. Thank you. And we were, we got home at that point. He was in the hospital for, for a long time, a few months. And we got home and I said, do you want to go to the fair? And he said, yeah, we'll go for a little while. And um, we showed up and the amount of people that were there that whose lives had been affected by both of us was just mind blowing right. to me absolutely mind-blowing and humbling and that's when I really understood what tribe is yes you know it's 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 people who who you've affected people who have affected you people who you can talk to about things that you you wouldn't have before regardless of where they are in their journey yeah um it was just absolutely incredible and of course we thought we would sneak in and and you know and then sneak out and and my girlfriend Julianne was there and she stopped the whole fair and announced we were there and my husband was mortified and wanted to crawl under a table but it was still it was beautiful and Ginger you were there I was there the energy was unbelievable in that yeah. room it was unbelievable it was and I didn't my, my brother was at the next table because my brother's a medium that studied with Jen um and it was just so much fun for me it was so much fun and it was so nice to meet that's how I met Julianne mm -hmm. uh, met you um mm -hmm. it was uh, just an unbelievable function it really was that's, awesome. that's when you learn what tribe is though but since that day ginger you've become part of my tribe i mean we don't break bread every day we don't talk every day but still when i when i see you there's this heart connection that happens and it, it, and it never ends and that's what tribe is there's right. a safe space in there as well right be with tribe safe space like i can be totally myself i can i can be you know all warts and all is, mm -hmm. is that how they say that? I think. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can totally like be yourself with with the and feel safe and feel mm -hmm. safe with the people that you do. So yes. to on that note, not everybody that's in this world is all light and love. Yes. Right. And so you, you have to feel it first and yeah. get to know the person before you do warts and all. You know. And yeah. so that's not about that's not about being paranoid. That's about learning to use discernment. Yeah. And that can be somebody, in, yes, you know, like that can be somebody in that program that you went through over three years. Mm -hmm. It's okay if one of those people, you're like, yep, nope, there's not a gel there. That's mm -hmm. totally okay. Yeah. Uh, that. And um, it's okay to say not today, Satan. Sometimes that happens too. And you, yeah, know, you yeah. have to, you know, yeah. honor that. And all of this is a part of your spiritual well-being. is a part of who you are holistically. So when yeah. we talk about, and that's part of what I teach in these classes, you learn protection, you learn about who you are, you, you learn about your path, you learn about your past lives, you learn about your future lives, you learn about telekinesis. It's a little bit of everything so that you have a foundation when yeah. you leave to go explore whatever it is you want to explore. And the reason I think that was given to me is because when I was learning, it was very secretive because I was Irish Catholic and yeah. it, it was very much like, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, and it wasn't until I was able to sort of fly the nest that I was able to really dive into it. And you look and you go, oh man, I want to be a crystal guru. And then you get into the crystals. For me, got into the crystals. I was like, this sucks. This is so boring. It's like watching hair grow. Other people love it. For me, it just wasn't awesome. So then you go into something else then you go into something else. So this was given to me so that people could have a little bit of everything. Right. Yeah. Can we, talk, can we each talk a little bit about like, Jen, uh, Jen, I think you said that you said everything you have is in you, mm -hmm. like it's coming from within. And I think that's what sometimes new, um, newly emerging students or psychics or whatever they're looking for. I need you to give it to me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? When it's all in you, which, which brings us back to that point of like, take what, you know, you can learn, but make it your own. Take what you need um, to make it your own. And, and also the same thing about not looking at somebody else like, oh, I want to be what she is because it's all in you already. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I had the most amazing teacher who I'm still um, super close with. And I met her when I was nine, right? And now I'm 44. So whatever that adds up to be. Everybody yeah. knows I can't count. And she is the one who showed me that. Donna Mimont, by the way, um, Serenity Center in Saga. Sorry, I just wanted to give her a plug because she's so, um, if people knew who she was on a soul level, they would be, they would be flocking to her to learn. Mm. 
it's it's she's one of those people who who really makes you look at things without any lenses without any rose colored Mm. glasses on right and so that's what she did for me and that's what I try to do for the people that I teach and so part of that is is learning that you know we live in the United States of generica where instant gratification is confused for happiness yes Yes. and that instant gratification is always external always so if you truly want to be in a in a state of peace and contentment because no one is happy all the time then affirmations are not the way to go for you yet you know it's really about honoring your body is your emotional intelligence system it will tell you if something is okay or not. So listen to it. Yeah. That's how you begin to heal holistically. Right. And that's how you begin to feel what is right for you and what isn't right for you. And if it's not right, why? Yeah. Um, I study law of attraction a lot and that's what we, we talk, we always say that that inner guidance system, Mm -hmm. we all have our own inner guidance Mm -hmm. system. A lot of people feel that we are all born with, these intuitive capabilities, we're all born with it. And in my opinion, yes, we are. And then society kind of makes it go away because you're Irish Catholic or you're, you know, like that's bad. And oh my God, Satan and ah, you know. That's why I would say babies never got that memo. Watch them. Right, exactly. <laughs> watching what's exactly. around them, you know. As kids, you know, the kids are like, hey, grandma's over there. And mom's like, no, grandma died 20 years ago, but she's standing right there. You know what I mean? Like, um, and then we, we get into, you know, the, you know, middle school and the, the high school and stuff like that, where it's all about conforming and it's all about whatever and not saying that's bad, but um, some people need it. Some people don't, but I, I just feel that um, it's, it's kind of beaten out of you, so to speak. And I don't mean that physically, but you know what I mean? And, and so it, but it's there. And so if you're, if you're, and in my opinion, this is my opinion, but I'm saying if you're lucky enough to feel it a little bit, mm-hmm. it's like, um, and again, I say lucky because it means a lot to me, my intuitive side and my spiritual side and my psychic side and, and whatever that it means a lot to me. So that's why I say lucky. But again, that's just my opinion. If you're, if you're lucky enough to kind of be aware of it and I call it like, it's like working a muscle, mm-hmm. you know, um, we didn't work that muscle for years because we weren't supposed to, because that was not good. Like you had said before that Irish Catholic thing and like, Oh God, you know, we don't, we don't do that thing. And you're feeling alone or whatever. And that's why you find the tribe, blah, blah, blah. But it is like um, working a muscle, exercising that thing, which is what we said before, practice, practice, practice. Well, how many people have you had, you know, that come in, let's say for a class or come in to us for a reading. And I, I've had a lot of people say, I wish I could do that. I just don't have it. And I think, and I, we have this conversation all the time. You do have it. You do have it. Say, no, I, I don't have any ability. And, and I'll say, well, you know, when you meet somebody, can you tell if they're, let's say, a good person and not a good, well, well yeah, well, that's part of it. That's you know, it. have you had this happen where you think of somebody and then they call you? Well, yeah, well, that's part of it. I mean, those are things that you don't think um, are intuitive. It's, it's all intuitive. That's how we operate in the world. We don't all recognize it. Right. So once you recognize it, you know, then you can start to move forward. So um, and we it's all have gifts. Because Ginger and I, when we do animal communication readings or um, like we both do psychic readings, we do intuitive reading, whatever, but we always read the human. And there's a lot of times when in an animal communication, I'm reading the human first, and mm-hmm. then I move on to the animal, but I'm getting that information about that human. Like, oh my God, they are like crazy empathic, or they're like really intuitive. I'm getting that information about them and they right. don't rec- They just don't recognize it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- it, it, it is, that's where, what I was saying before, you know, it's all within you. So I think, you know, what, what has helped me to help other people understand that is, you know, you've heard about a cop using their gut, right? You've heard about mother's intuition. You've, you've heard about all these stories from 9-11, for example, of people who were supposed to go and didn't for whatever reason. And and those kinds of things. And so the only difference between you and I is that I listened to that. Yes. I've learned to, to tune into it and to listen to it. And, and you're just beginning to learn how to do that. That is the only difference. Right. You know, and if you look at all of these different belief systems, like I'll use, um, 
um, Pentecostal Christians, for example, right? So they they do what they call um, oh, what do they call it? I can't believe I'm drawing a blank here. When they're ta talking in tongues, that's yeah. what it is. Sorry, speaking in tongues. We call that light language. Right. We call it prayer. We call it meditation. Yeah. Right. It's all the same right. thing. It is all the same thing. It is just the cop's gut. It, psychic and intuition is the same thing. It's just yeah. when you say psychic, people go, woo. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But the reason why a lot of us choose that as our title is because it's the recognized brand name. Right. So if you look at how you grew up, odds are this stuff was all there on the outskirts and you, and you probably didn't recognize it for what it was. Right. But it was there. Everyone has those stories. Yeah, everyone has those stories. But I think there's also, um, because of how we were grown up or because or brought up or because, you know, we were taught in some cases that that's bad, that's bad, that's bad, that people can often push it down because it's like, oh my God, that's bad stuff coming up. That's bad. You will find, Jerry, that those are people who now suffer from depression, mm -hmm. um, personality disorders, yeah. migraines, um, all kinds of things. Because what happens is all of this stuff travels neurologically, right? And I'm not a doctor. So yeah. if you think this is going on for you and you need to check your doctor, what, whatever, don't, you know. That little disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's Happy diagnosing that. anybody here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But all of this stuff travels neurologically. It comes through the crown, which is the top of your head. And so if you don't allow it out, it stays there and it starts to create a chemical imbalance. And that chemical imbalance morphs into what we call depression or whatever other kind of neurological problem you can have. And so is it reversible? I don't know if that kind of thing is reversible, but I know that it helps to yeah. meditate. I know that it helps to, to follow this kind of a path and, and it gives you more of an understanding. So that's why there are so many adults walking around with what our society has labeled as a dysfunction, right? Yeah, well, There's this wonderful article. Um, I think it's, I think it's what a shaman sees in a mental hospital. Mm -hmm. And it's the story about a shaman who came here from Africa and goes into a mental hospital and is just disgusted by how our society has all these people in the hospital or what have you, because they believe that people who are born with developmental disabilities are people are healers that are trying to be born true healers that are trying to be born. So he takes one of these people brings them back to his home, spends nine months with him and the person comes back and, and has none of these yeah. diagnoses left is 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 a human being who's able to function within our society. And, and it really resonated with me, I think, because when my, my nephew has autism and when he was four, I said, um, hey, can, I, can auntie practice Reiki on you? And he said, okay, auntie Jenny, he was so cute. I put my hands over his head and he pushed my hands away. And I said, I thought you could practice. You said I could practice. And he goes, okay, auntie Jen. So I put my hands over his head again and he pushed my hands away and he said, auntie Jen, stop that buzzing. I don't like it. That's awesome. And I was like, you can hear this? That is he so looked at me like I was just the biggest idiot, you know, like, of course I can. I can. And so then, you know, fast forward a few years, I read that article and I go, oh, yeah, this is so interesting. My grandson um, is on a spectrum, high functioning, but um, his issues seem to be sensory related. So he's empathic. And so you have to be really careful in how you speak and how you move. Um, he's able to pick up. Um, subtext in a conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he can feel his way through it. So, and yeah. he can pick up on your energy. Yes. So that is so interesting that, you, that you're saying that. I never really thought to do Reiki with him. Mm. Well, and also- <laughs> um, I hang up. <laughs> yeah, and also Ginger, the, um, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but the, the Rose Quartz uh, with why? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I have crystals that I put outside on my, um, on my deck to clear my crystals. And I brought them into the sunroom and he was downstairs playing and he came up two or three times before I brought them up to my office. And he kept taking my rose quartz mm -hmm. out of all the crystals. And so he finally said to me, Nana, I really like this pink rock. And so he ended up holding it up to his chest. And I said, what do you feel? He said, makes me feel really good. 
So like my husband came home from work kind of frazzled one day and he goes, Graham, take the, take this rock, put it up to your chest. It makes you feel really good. He could feel that, feel that. from that yeah. crystal. Yeah. Um, it, it just kind of, I talked to Carmen Hernandez who came on to talk with us about crystals on one of the podcasts. Um, and she said, yeah, kids can, mm-hmm. you know, she has kids that come into circles of wisdom that yep. pick out, you know, what they need from, from that. I was, I was just blown away. By yeah. It. That's so cool. I love yeah. that. That's so cool. Well, and it's a, it's a perfect, um, uh, example of, like you said, it's within you, mm-hmm. right? It's within you. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes, and again, not diagnosis, anything, not saying anything bad about whatever, but sometimes I, I agree with what you, or I resonate with what you said about the book, because I've read that as well. Like a lot of people way, you know, in the past they would, you know, they're schizophrenic and we're putting them in this thing. Well, really they're mediums and they mm-hmm. just don't, didn't know how to, you know, turn it on or turn it off, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so they're labeled and they're shoved in this thing, uh, you know, in an, in an asylum or something for right. actually having this um, gift. Yeah. Um, and of course we didn't want this to go down a road of like, oh, bad people or whatever, but um, it just, it's, it's, it's in mm-hmm. everyone. Um, and it doesn't mean that anybody is bad. Like you said, exactly. it's, it's just that, you know, there, there was a, there was a certain ignorance Yes. that was out there. And so people were doing what they thought was the right thing. Right. And it goes back to what's right for you isn't right for me. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's about, it's about honoring that for yourself. If you're feeling, if you're living to fit in or to conform or to please other people, what you're looking for, your you, odds are high. You might not find it. And again, you're looking on the outside. Mm-hmm or something. And for those people that are like what I said before, like, Oh, scared. That's weird stuff. That's scary stuff. Yeah. If you embrace it, mm-hmm. learn about it, read about it, work with it a little bit, you're actually going to get on the other side of that and realize what a valued ability. Some people call it gift, mm-hmm. whatever it is and how it really, really, really helps you through life, whether you're using it to work or not, you know, as a, you know, like, right. you know we offer services and, and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. what, what a gift it is on a day-to-day basis. I mean, like whether, you know, it's like, no, I'm not going to turn right there. I'm going to turn left there, or mm-hmm. I'm not going to go down that aisle in the grocery store and, oh, that person. No, no, thank you. You know, right. but it is empowering to live that way. It right? is liberating, empowering. I think both of those words. And I probably all of us have dealt with clients even coming in for a reading that come too often. Um, And I've had one recently that I had to say, I don't think I'm helping you. You know, we're here for a human journey. You need to make these decisions based on your gut, not my gut. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I, I have no problem coming in if there's a particular situation every so often, but right. you do not want to, I'm not like a regular, I'm not a therapist <laughs> and I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to be in that role. You need to take responsibility for, for those actions. That's how you learn and grow. And I, I often recommend people get therapy often, often, yeah. often yeah. because it's, it's a helpful thing. And there's a stigma around that. It's attached to mental health. I'd much rather be with a spiritual person than with a therapist. But the, the truth is, is that's out of my scope. It's not something that I have the ability to, to help you with in, in a way that would be beneficial for you. So, right. you know, yes, I will still help you, but you really, I'm not going to see you again until you start seeing a therapist. Yeah. And sometimes I know Ginger, you and I both, I know I've definitely been in the situation, like, again, a client that comes maybe too often. It's like, should I do this or should I do this? Should I do this or should I do this? And they want a, here is the answer of what you are supposed to do to fix your life. And they can get frustrated when I'm just giving them, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm feeling, you know, which they have to use to heal themselves. People sometimes, oh, you're a healer. No, no, no. I don't, I prefer not to be called. It's just like the shaman thing. I prefer not to be called a healer because I'm not healing you. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you information that's allowing you to move forward in healing yourself. Does that make sense the way I'm, like I'm saying that, but there are those clients that are like, I want, you know, tell me the answer, tell me the answer. And when you do get to that point, and I've gotten to that point where it's like, I know that's what you want me to do. And I can't do that. 
because I'm not a psychologist. I'm not, but I don't think anybody should be doing. You have to figure it out for yourself. I can help you and I can give you direction based on my psychic connection. Well, I've had more than one occasion, probably several occasions where I've connected with somebody on a psychic reading and I have heard, they'll ask me a question. I'm here because I want to know this. And I hear point blank because I hear a lot. They already know that answer. Yes. And so I say, you already know that answer. answer. Don't tell me right now. I'll tell you what comes through, but you, I'm hearing, you already know. And a lot of times they laugh and they say, I do. And at the end they'll say, I did really feel like that. I just wanted some confirmation that, you know, um, but it's really important to learn to listen to yourself um, and and feel your way through it. And students do that too. too. I mean, they, they think, um, not, not all of them either. And I, I don't mean to generalize, but I have had some students come through who think that they're going to be Albus Dumbledore when they leave, who's the headmaster of <laughs> Hogwarts. And, and I'm, oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm sorry, but that this is not Hogwarts. This is, this is not how it works. And, and people do compare the classes. I've had someone say, oh, yeah. oh my God, this is just like Hogwarts. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, without the scary stuff, but yeah. So it's, it's like one of those things where your expectations, um, can limit you. Yeah. You know, when you're well, looking wouldn't at it be if it was just like Hogwarts, like if we right, got right. wands and shit, are you, we do use me? wands actually. We do use oh, wands. I mean, um, yeah, well, I, and that's a class so, we have to take Jerry. <laughs> so funny. I, have to, I want a wand, damn it. <laughs> we were walking around with, so what I do is I, I hide candy throughout my whole studio or whatever and you have to use a pendulum or a wand it's your choice to find the candy Ooh! and so and they do i've i've only ever had one class where they just didn't find one piece of candy but they always find it right Mm -hmm. and so there's this one student down there this is so funny and she's walking with the wand and it's directing right towards the candy and she looks at me and she goes this isn't working as she's walking towards (laughs) it and then she doesn't find the candy and i was just had to keep a straight face yeah. You know, and so when I told her afterwards, I showed her what she did. She was cracking up. It was so funny, but it was like one of those things where is it working or, <laughs> yeah. or are you not, are yeah. you not seeing that it's working? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, it's a trust. There's that. a trust thing. That's exactly right. It's a trust thing. It's a faith thing. And faith yeah. is a knowing that needs no validations. Right. It's not we, about totally need wands. we totally need wands. Um, it's funny that you said that though, the Alex Dumbledore, um, uh, uh, Dumbledore thing is that it's not Alex. What is it? All the, all this Dumbledore. Okay. So um, the, um, I love that. That's the other thing I think is so funny because, which is why we call our, like the psychic wives. That was the whole thing when we like started this, because it was like, we don't look psychic. Right. <laughs> you know, we're not like, right. yeah, okay. There's crystals all over my desk and stuff, but you know, but we don't yeah. have like bourbon and like jingly jangly and long skirts and you know like we're, we're not that um right i mean don't don't get me wrong i i can dress like not the turban or anything but you know you know mm-hmm. um which is funny because i think people sometimes people come in it that that's what they want to be they want to be that persona they want to be that um but it's just it's so much more than that it would be helpful to them to understand why people dressed like that like a conical hat is a magical tool it's it's not something just for halloween you know what i right. mean it's it's a it's an energy direction that's why there's a point so yeah. it, it's it's like understanding that w- when we wear crystals it's it's not so that we can look all woo woo it's because you know today i feel like i need some help with grounding today exactly. i feel like i need some help with protection today yeah. i you know you know what i mean like that's what it is it's yeah. not and, and they're so, specifically picked out. It's like, if there's a moonstone on me, there's a moonstone for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? If there's a, you know, amethyst or a, or whatever. Um, yeah. And for people who don't want to do that, who don't, who really need to keep it. If you're, if you're in a corporate environment for your day job, where if you wear a crystal, you're going to get called out on it. You know, it's, yeah. it's helpful to remind if you're a female, a diamond is a protection stone. And you can use it for that. And so yeah. it's, it's helpful to learn that kind of information too. Right. And this is all part of your spiritual wellness. It's not about just learning abilities. It's about learning you. 
Right. And that's what we would say that before. What are you drawn to? What are you, you know, like you said, you, you know, crystals and you were like, eh, and it didn't work for you, but there's some other people that are going to be like, oh my God, you know, Carmen right. and crystals. Oh my God. She knows like everything. Right. You know what I mean? right. And so when so, I need help, I go to Carmen. Exactly. <laughs> right. you know, like I love just watching her on Wednesday night lives where, where she's holding up stuff. I'm like, I didn't know that about that stone. I mean, right. she's amazing. <laughs> and so you might be drawn to that. You might be drawn to numerology. You might be drawn to Reiki. You might be drawn to, and that's the whole thing. Go with where you're drawn. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what, what Jen said, don't dive right into this whole certification program because I need to whatever, read some books first, dip your toe in, take this. And anything you do changes your experience, right? Sort of changes who you are. When I was in college, I went to a private Catholic women's college. So it was pretty straight, straight laced. And I had a nun my freshman year who said this much more elo- eloquently, but it really stuck with me. And she said, every single thing you experience changes you in some profound way, whether you recognize it or not. It could change the way you see things, a perspective on something, something changes. So take every experience, like be open to any experience that comes your way because it was meant to be to, to, to sort of put you on this path. And she said it much better than that. Um, But, but I really always remembered it because it's the truth. Everything you learn, everything you do. So, um, oh, if they could see you now, by the way. <laughs> I know. Well, it's interesting that, one, that you like, say that because I've had nuns come into my studio. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was looking for a donation and we talked for a little while and I said, you know what I do, right? And she said, yeah. She said, but your symbol is a sign of the Trinity. And I said, you are absolutely right. And it was awesome. shame, on, shame on me for judging her. Yeah, that's really cool. What I had done. Yeah. Well, it is interesting because I know we talked, we touched just a a tad on it, but, um, you know, we're all, we all grew up Catholic. And so, but my recollection of being Catholic, like my dad died when I was three and I just know everybody told me that we'll see him in heaven. Mm -hmm. So I never, ever thought that there wasn't an afterlife ever. Mm -hmm. So as I got older and got into spirituality and recognized, um, you know, that we're reincarnated, that is my belief. Um, it fits within the Catholic mm-hmm. um, faith. So it wasn't outside of the faith or probably many other faiths. It wasn't quite as um, rigid, let's say, but it certainly fit in that. And there are a lot of things that, that I learned as a Catholic um, that are in the spiritual world. It's not It's not a like a, ooh, don't do that kind of thing. Yeah, and it goes to what you said about everything you learn and what this nun said to you. Like, so, okay, there's things that I still... Um, use for lack of a better word or whatever for my Catholic upbringing, upbringing, or there's still things that I appreciate from a, that big Catholic mass, you know what I mean? Like, like, Oh, I get it. You know? Um, and so kind of going back to what we were saying about dive, not diving into a certification program. And I think that's where you were going to, and you're like, okay, you take a class and that may, you know, it's like the path lighting up like that class, you might say like, okay, no, I don't want that. But you may take a class and say, oh, I like this. And now I, it's leading me to this. And now it's right. leading me to this. And it can, everything you learn kind of builds mm-hmm. on each other. And I like to feel that it brings you in the right direction. You know, for me, I started with, you know, studying shamanism. So became a shamanic practitioner. And after that, it brought me into animal communication because of some of the stuff that was going on in my shamanic training and then the animal communication. So you're working with, you know, animals that have crossed. Well, that kind of flowed right into um, human mediumship, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was doing animal medium, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's also great to be open to that Right. And I was like, now I should do this. It was like, right. ooh, now I'm drawn to this. Do you know what I mean? And, and, it, and it was what I'm, what my uh, intuitive side was pushing me towards. Like, okay, this is what I'm good at. So now how do I move that forward to help in other ways or something? So I love what you said about that, like, meaning just you learn something every step and it could, you think you're going this way and you may, er, you know, mm-hmm. end up going a complete, and that's okay. Right. That's okay. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, they, we didn't know where this discussion was going and I were like, oh, wow, where are we? You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're always like, oh, we're going to do a short one. This was like, oh, it's 
is, you know, just shy of an hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Jen, you said um, that some of the things you're not doing online, what are you doing? Is there something that people can- Well, right now I just have the crime solver um, class and that's every second Monday of the month. And that's where uh, I present cases, um, either if I don't have one that I'm working, you know, currently then I, I scour the earth looking for cases, case studies um, to present. And before the class, everybody gets um, an email of an image or a name or, or something that that is associated with one of the cases that we're working. And then we, um, they tell me what they're, what they've gotten through however their gifts work. And then we review the case and they're always blown away at how it works. And sometimes the cases overlap each other. Um, and so it used to happen all the time when I would bring, I would bring the files into a class, but because the files were close together, the energy would intertwine. Oh, so wow. you would get like this name, but, and, but you would read the energy from another case. And sometimes that happens. And that's a good lesson for crime solving because that uh, one time I was working a case and another case came in on my phone and I started reading that one to this person. So it's a good lesson, you know, so that class is happening and then um, not really doing too much else right now. Um, I, I took on a day job um, because I wanted to do some social work. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I've kind of slowed down a little bit with the school. I, I do own and operate my own center for spiritual learning, Central Mass Serenity. And so when, when COVID opens up again, uh, when COVID goes away, if it becomes a controlled, up again. don't say that. <laughs> no, I know. If, yeah. if it becomes a controlled endemic or once it's safe, um, then I will open up the classes again and start doing what I was doing before. Sometimes I do meditations. Um, I just felt like, you know, I was doing meditations for a while and they were free. Um, and I wanted to do that to give back because I felt like people needed something. Mm. But I feel like um, it just isn't the right time. Yeah. for me to be offering classes yep and which I is great because in other words you're using your inner guidance right right <laughs> you know what's right and what's not right right now i will say uh because i took a class with jen a year ago right um high tea and tarot oh well, yeah i forgot about uh, that i had so much fun it was just it, it, we brought jen had um finger sandwiches we had scones we had real tea and i didn't know a lot about tarot as a matter of fact i didn't even know that there was a difference between oracle and tarot cards like yeah. in my brain i didn't um and so it was a, a great thing i've since i did the lenormand class right yep. um that was online for for tarot i'll never be a tarot reader but i have a real interest in it so talking about sort of going where your interest is and it's been a lot of fun for mm -hmm. me to do that that was an awesome class i hope you can do that again in the future yeah i i I'm just waiting for the right time because high tea and tarot is just, it's an amazing combination. Um, yeah. Sometimes we'll throw in tea leaf reading when we're doing it, which is, which is um, really fun to do. I forget what that's called. Cardomancy. No, cardomancy is card reading. I forget divination. what it's called, but anyways. Divination. It's a form of divination, right. And, um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, they're all forms of divination. Yeah. Yeah. It, I remember just, in shaman school, we were reading egg yolks. Because mm -hmm. you can read anything. Right. Oh, we said that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. So when I teach scrying, which is a form of divination, right? We do, we use crystal balls. We use smoke. We use all kinds of things. But at the end of the class, I can put out a glass, uh, a bottle of um, Windex and you can scry off of that. I mean, it's just, and everybody does scrying. And yeah. we, are, we, are, we do want to do a, a um, podcast on scrying because I think oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So, so we'll I tap mean, you for that one too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jen's going to be a regular. <laughs> well, thanks everybody. I think that was awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, again, we kind of go into these sometimes not even knowing what we're talking about. So it's like, we were kind of saying, let's just get a title. Right. And see where it goes. Um, yeah. I think is one of the um, which I think kind of lends itself to what we've been talking about. See where it goes. Where is the, right. where are, what are we supposed to, and that's the thing, the three of us trust mm -hmm. that what's supposed to happen is going to happen. The three right. of us trust that whatever came out today, somebody needed to hear it. The three of us trust that whatever came out of our mouths was supposed to come out of our mouths. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? That's not us giving away our power or anything like that. That's just us not spending too much time um, laying out, we got to say this and we got to say this, we got to say this. I mean, there really aren't notes to anything <laughs> that we do. You know what I mean? There really aren't like, you know, I, in fact, after that first shamanic class and all that stuff, I'm really trying to break away from that. Number one, do this. Number two, do this. I mean, obviously I am an organized person and I have to have that in my life and there are lists. Yeah, there are lists. Um, but I try not to do it for this kind of thing. Right. I mean, we just kind of like, what do we always say? Fly by the seat of our pants on this. Right. My classes, I'm a nerd and I embrace that. And so my classes, I have a syllabus, I give handouts. I have an idea of how the class is going to go, but if spirit says not today, I go, okay, well, what are we doing? Exactly. <laughs> and we just kind of go with whatever is needed will exactly. happen. So yeah. yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I'm, I really am a nerd and I think it's great that you're organized. I get excited when it's back to school season because that means that Staples is going to be having sale. That's awesome. Well, this has been great. And Jen's information is already up on our site. It's Genevieve Hackett. It's on the Psychic Wives site. So all of her um, info and can be reached um, info is there for you to find. And I hope this was um, really helpful. As we mentioned at the beginning, people have, you know, made comments as sort of at the beginning of things, how do I move? How, do, how does this work kind of thing? So I hope this gave you some context um, and, and was helpful. Yeah. So thank you, Jen. Jen will be back again. Yes. Multiple times. Multiple if we can times. Jen will be, Jen's a regular. <laughs> so thanks for listening and we'll be back again next time. Thanks everybody. Thanks everybody. Bye. Thanks Jen. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Carabin, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.